What is up? It's Dakota Layden here from Destination Fear, and you are listening to the Paranomaly Zone. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Hey there, fellow zoners and ponderers of the paranormal. This is the Paranomaly Zone, your weekly dose of all things, you guessed it, paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the armless, but not hopeless, Mike Carbno. Um, does that one <laughs> yes, work? Yes, I have had it removed, or might as well. Well, sadly, it's almost become a fact right now. Um, but it is not. It is not uh, removed. You are not uh, hopeless no. nor helpless. Um, well, kinda. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm trying to speak highly of you here. Yeah, you are. But yeah, it's it's you know gradually getting worse. But I do have an MRI scheduled for that, or they scheduled me for that. And a CT scan on my stomach for whatever internal issues that are going on. <laughs> yeah, when Mike was telling me before we started recording him, I asked the simple question, is there something not wrong with you? Do you have any working uh, appendages? And you don't want to hear what he said. So uh, just bite, yeah, I, I bite your tongue. It because it, wasn't, <laughs> it, it was not worth saying in the first place. No, it was not. It was not, but... Hey, you know what? This I don't isn't want to a, talk about that kind of thing. This show is all about, uh, is about all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. Not all medical updates. Believe it or not, but, it isn't all about um, our uh, medical yeah. status and so on. But I did have so my forth. nerve ablation a week and a half ago. Yes, he did. It's done nothing yet. Done nothing yet, and your uh, <laughs> your betrothed had a, yes. had a hip surgery a couple yeah. days ago. She had her right hip replaced. She's at home, but right, well, at the moment she's on a on a date with Mister Codone. Um, yes. You might know him as Oxy Oxy Codone. Absolutely. Yeah. So she's she's feeling no pain at, yeah. at the moment, which is good. Yeah, she is uh, doing doing really well. She's uh, gets up and walks to the bathroom with her walker, with me kind of you know standby assist kind of thing. Well, she's doing good. That's awesome. Yep, it's going to be a long uh, recovery, but she'll get there, and uh, then she yep. gets her other hip replaced. It's like, good exactly. God. But, Mike, it is good to see you. It is another Sunday fun day of recording podcast goodness. Uh, well, we hope it's uh, Sunday fun day. We've had some, well, I've had some computer crashes already, two of them. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully that's it for the day. Um, a little bit of instability. Yeah, the podcasting gods are uh, standing in our way yet again, but we're going to just punch them in the privates and uh, move on past. <laughs> so um, I said privates. You might want to edit that out. You nah, said privates. I'll leave that And one punch one. them in the privates. No, privates isn't. That's, that's innocent <laughs> enough. That's innocent enough. But we were, um, like a week or so ago, we had the next three episodes planned, the Bigfoot Encounters, which we did, um, the Return to Ghost Stories, and then the Return to a True Crime episode. But I made those plans unaware that uh, Mary's surgery was coming up so soon so we um, had to kind of alter those plans, and we have a totally different topic today. But it, it'll be good. I'm, it, it, I'm well, hoping. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> good Lord, please make it good. Please. You know, we can have it. a great topic. It's just you know the whole delivery is what makes it. That's a great point. <laughs> um, so you know it's it's always iffy up in the air. Well, I have to ask. <laughs> I have to ask, Mister Know It All, Igor, are we going to nail this? No. Fuck. Well. Um, what does Igor know? What yeah, does he know? He isn't even alive anymore. Yeah, he's alive <laughs> in my heart. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Um, and again, Mike, uh, this is from all of our listeners to you. I can't. So just never forget, <laughs> never forget. And uh, also um, another reminder from our wonderful listeners. I got feeling for you. Yeah. So I can't. Yeah, you said that already. <laughs> so <laughs> Christopher Walken uh, sends his best as well. Yeah. But no, we have um, an interesting topic, a pretty cool topic, a topic that has probably more than likely affected quite a few of our listeners in some way or another. Um, I know it has affected Mike. I know you've had your own experiences in this Mm -hmm. situation. We're talking about the deathbed phenomena, uh, essentially deathbed ghosts. I mean, what is going on there? Uh, Several tales throughout the years, I mean, for centuries, there have been documented accounts of uh, any number of, as I said earlier, phenomena, uh, uh, apparently paranormal phenomena, when mm-hmm. those dying are on their last breath. And, man, any number of things have happened, and we're going to kind of talk about them as best we can, and hopefully we won't stumble over ourselves and we'll make it through. Well, that's a lot to ask for. It is. But I, will I know. Do my best. <laughs> no. And then at the end of this episode, there is um, not necessarily the debut, the official debut of... Uh, <laughs> a new little bit that's going to wrap up the show, wrap up every episode from now on. And, uh, unless, of course, we get so much negative feedback about it, we'll end it yeah. immediately. Yeah, it's like, no, tell Mike to shut his pie hole. We don't need to hear that. <laughs> pie hole. Good God. I feel like I'm back well, in the know, 1950s when you say that. <laughs> I like to go back and forth between pie hole and cake hole. Yeah, Pie it, hole no, sounds depends, better. Pie hole depends on the better. situation and you know, what part of the country you're in, too, but... <laughs> That's very true. Oh, man alive. Well, Mike, I guess without any further ado, let's dive into this. This is going to be, uh, as longtime listeners know, most of our shows are, as the description goes, purely off the cuff. I mean, not 100%. We do some of our due diligence and some of our research. Oh, but when we put that time into like those true crimes and everything and sick and twisted. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. They, yeah, they come out pretty smart. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're smart we're people like us um no this is going to be uh, as a, as i mentioned earlier since it was kind of a last minute topic change due to um, circumstances we didn't really get an opportunity to kind of dive deep into this but i think it's an interesting enough topic that we'll be able to go with the flow and make this an interesting discussion so mike let's start first with the reason this popped into my brain okay yeah and then we'll segue into whatever. Uh, as as you know, I've I've spoken to you about such things a few times. I think. I mean, you're not a big sports aficionado by any means, but if there is one sport oh, that you have, yeah, if there is one sport that you do have an affinity for, it's baseball. Absolutely, um, I I do enjoy the baseball. Yes, the baseball. <laughs> I um, like to hold it and I throw it <laughs> and roll it on the ground and name it. Anyway, um, go ahead. Well, I, My and, humor is off a little bit this today. I just, eh. you know, one-armed humor is just not the same. It's a little bit different. So it's a little bit a little different. different. I challenge all of our listeners to try and be funny when you have one working arm. So yes. it's uh, it's a little bit more challenging. Mike, you'll come through though. You'll come through. Yes, absolutely. I am. So and I've always been a sports fan. I just kind of, I grew up in a sports family, and that's just how it is. I enjoy all sports, and I, the, I you bleed a little purple. I oh, uh, more than a little. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've also been a huge Twins fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've been a fan of baseball. And one of the uh, most iconic, if the most iconic figures in baseball is one of my all-time favorites, uh, Mr. Babe Ruth. I mean, you don't even have to be a baseball fan by any means. Yeah, absolutely. Of any generation. Chances are you know who Babe Ruth was. If you enjoy hot dogs and beer, you will love Babe Ruth. Well, and again, he has such a reputation. That's, you know, it's funny that the beer and the hot dogs always pop up into Mike's mind first, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I just that's one thing I do remember reading about him is that between you know him being up to bat, he'd be out, he'd be in the dugout drinking a beer and having hot dogs. Back then, you could do that. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not <laughs> denying that it happened on occasion, but it's not, definitely. Oh, and I'm not, not saying anything negative either. About no, no, no. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, but regardless of his his eating habits, drinking habits, and he was a partier. He loved it. He loved a life. He was bigger than yes. life. He, he was, lived. He lived yes. it. Yeah. Um, and I just recently finished an audiobook on Babe Ruth. It was actually the second time I, I flew through it. It's called The Big Fella. It's a great book. Um, 
author Jane Ivey. And it's thoroughly written, thoroughly researched. If you're interested in baseball and particularly Babe Ruth, I highly recommend it. And to make a long story short, too late, on his deathbed, when Babe, you know, was nearing the end, he was slowly disintegrating as he had nasal cancer that spread to his throats and just everywhere, basically. That is horrible. And um, his last day, he was in and out of consciousness, basically, you know, and he had been given the last rites. But out of nowhere, um, I mean, he, had, he wasn't lucid at all, at all, that entire, last, that entire last day of his life. But around 7 o'clock at night, Babe pops up, jolts out of bed, Starts and points over to the anyway. No, sorry, you know I had to throw that. In. I know. Yep, he had to. He, but this is an awesome story. He it's called so his shot. He called yeah. his shot. But he pops well, up. Basically, out of bed. he did. Oh, one hundred percent, he did. I mean, yeah. I mean, he With whether or not you, whether or not you believe he was pointing towards center field or he was just giving <laughs> it to the dugout. Either way, yeah. he was basically saying that's only two strikes, buddy. And the next pitch, bam, over the center yeah. field ball. Anyways, but he jumps out of bed, and he's. Kind of fairly lucid, and he starts getting dressed, and he wants to get out. And his doctor's in the room, and he's like, "Babe, what are you doing? Where, you know, where are you going?" And Babe simply says, "I'm heading over the valley." And the doctor goes, basically, "Well, no, you're not." Kind of calms him down, gets him back into bed, lays him down, gets him all comfortable again, and within the hour, he has passed away. He yeah. falls unconscious within 15 minutes, is in his final coma, and then dies. But like right before that, he had this burst of energy, and it, for some reason, that phrase stuck to me. It sounded biblical to me. You know, I'm heading oh, over exactly. the valley. I'm heading over the valley. And I mean, what was... So, okay. Very church hymnal kind of yeah. line. And I immediately, of course, I connect kind of the paranormal to it. I'm like, is he... Mm -hmm. Is he in the middle of transitioning somehow, some way there, you know? Or is it just, is he, is his mind just all effed up from medication and his sickness? Lack of oxygen. Lack of oxygen, right. You know, the pseudo-skeptics will definitely say it's just oh, all purely, everything. it's all purely just a medical condition. But to you, Mike, does that seem like it's something more than that? And then well, like, and if so, why? And then kind of segue into some of the experiences that, you have had with your yeah. job yeah that's yeah it's very interesting yeah i mean it's like he had this it, it was like he had this uh message given to him that okay we're going to be leaving soon so it's like all of a sudden his consciousness came back um the excitement and he was just ready to go i mean probably laying there dying but still in his mind oh i'm ready to go i just when is this going to end which I have heard many times, you know, people ask me, how long is it going to take for me to die? I mean, oh my God. you know, that the people, they go through that. So, you know, with that excitement, maybe he got that message. He's, he's getting up, ready to go, thinking in his mind, the physical, you know, and not the spiritual where you can just lay there. You don't have to move. You don't have to get up and get dressed. We're going to come and get you, <laughs> you know? So, you know, thankfully the doctor is able to calm down, get him back into bed. And there's that hour that went by where he was waiting and they came and they came and got him. You know, that's a great way of Took looking him at across it. the valley. Took him across the valley. I kind of got the shivers when you said that, Mike. You know, it kind of, you know, guided him to the next yeah. level, maybe, you know? I think we're we're all guided, I think, at that at that point. Whether it's positive or negative. I mean, whether you believe in heaven or hell, or if you go one place or the other, you're gonna have some kind of a some kind of a guide there that you know, it's either going to be one you're going to be happy to see or one you're not. <laughs> and it could be, you know, it could be how you've lived your life, too. I mean, granted, mm -hmm. he didn't adhere to his Catholic upbringing, <laughs> you know, so much. But he so was a much, good man, though. But he was I a mean, good man, and, I'm, and he believed in a God, you know, and mm -hmm. he, so to him, you know, I'm going over the valley, that obviously means something specific, you know, because of his kind of, his... His not necessarily his upbringing, but his viewpoint on, mm -hmm. you know, faith basically. Right. So I mean, if someone who maybe doesn't 
adhere to a particular faith, maybe they would say or see something totally different, you know what I mean? But it has essentially the same meaning. So, right. yeah, yeah, again, exactly. to me, it struck me as, it struck me as something more than just, um, yeah, you know, very, I, very religious, very, not a very, not, I don't want to say religion, but the very spiritual, um, but it has the religious, you know, aspect yeah. to it as well. You know, and, and I it's, have it's just a fantastic story. I obviously wasn't in the room when this happened, but I remember I remember being told on a personal note here, when my dad was nearing the end, he had kind of a similar experience, but it wasn't like when he when they returned him back, he didn't have you know, he wasn't gone immediately. He was still there for, you know, days or whatever it was. But he did. I remember I can't remember if it was my mom or another family member saying that he jumped out of bed and he started getting dressed because he's like, I'm fine, I'm I'm going, I'm leaving. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, no, bud, no, you're not. You know, so to me, that definitely leans towards he was just really, really messed up in, you know, at that yeah. moment. So whereas this one is kind of, I, it feels different to me. And this is just one example, obviously. Again, but this it, has yeah, happened for exactly. centuries. Documented accounts of this happening for centuries. Yeah. Is there okay, anything? Like, like, oh, go ahead, Mike. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, like, your your father could have been like a, you know, his body and mind that, that was there. Um, it, it, it's like that last bit of uh, instinct for survival or something, maybe because yeah, he didn't want to go, you know, leave right. everybody behind. And it's like, it's like, he just, you know, Nope, I'm fine. I'm getting up yeah. and just leave all this cancer crap behind. But, you know, it yeah. was like maybe his last big shot. Exactly. You exactly. Know? You know, it's so and with Babe Ruth, he was ready to go. Now let's talk about some of, um, let's talk about some of your experiences, Mike. We have a couple of things on my professional notes here, as you can hear them. Every uh -huh. I did write a few things down here. I want to make sure to cover, but before I forget, is there any particular experience that jumps out to you, Mike? I know you've had several and you've shared them on the podcast before. I know you've, you've spoken about several times you've seen your patients like looking beyond your shoulder mm -hmm. or looking over, like they have seen somebody who's there waiting. Like, talk to us Absolutely. about, talk to us about some of those experiences. Yeah. I, you know, like, like you said, uh, you know, that's, that's the most common, I think where, you know, you're standing there with them or at the end of their bed and you're trying to assess whatever um, needs to be done. And they're looking at, you know, you can tell if they're looking at you or beyond you. You know, and it's either like over the shoulder, above your head. I mean, and a lot of times they aren't saying anything. Uh, sometimes uh, you'll hear them kind of mumbling something or maybe reach out a little bit. Uh, it's, it's like you just know they're seeing somebody, somebody they know, somebody they recognize, you know. Um, uh, and then at the same time, I've had, had this, uh, a patient where uh, I had been seeing her for quite a while, taking care of her, never really said very much. She was very, very quiet. And I remember one day going in there and uh, she started talking to me and said, you know, it's about time for me to leave. And uh, I think in like two weeks, I'm going to, I'm going to go. And, you know, it's like, you know, you, you kind of humor people when they're, talking about that or whatever they you know but she just went into such a, a talk with me about family and and growing up and it was just like whatever she did not say for the during the time that i was seeing her it's like she was making up for it this day and just talking and talking and talking and um uh, letting everything out and still referring back to when she leaves and i didn't really ask her any questions but um, yes, let you know, her talk. Like she, yeah, it's like she knew, you know, and, you know, it was just under two weeks, I think. And I was going to ask you if that, if that actually she was, was two gone. Weeks. Yeah. Dang. Oh, yeah. It was very, pretty accurate. But, uh, and she's, and uh, to I, you, she's, she seems at those moments, she was very, uh, again, here's that word, lucid, you know, and she was. No, exactly. I mean, she, she was like, uh, it, it's like, her energy was just doubled, you know, from what I had ever remember seeing her Man. before. 
Um, I've had another patient. Is that like he, a? Do you think that's maybe like ahead. because? Uh, is that maybe perhaps a level of acceptance? Maybe and she's she's oh, that could very well be yeah. And and she's and she's comfortable with it, you know. Yeah, comfortable and sometimes even excited about that and you know yeah. anticipation of being done with what you know what she's gone through and what you know a patient has gone through. But uh, you know, I that, I that oh, there's ahead. one thing that popped in my brain. I don't have yeah. the book on my. I'd I'd have to stand up, and I don't want to do it at risk any risk of somehow making the laptop collapse again on me. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. But there is a book that I received years ago from a guest who had never appeared as of yet. Hopefully, she will someday. I don't know what the heck happened. It's been so long. But she was an author slash psychic, and her book was called "The Fun of Dying." Now mm. it sounds like a bizarre title, but it's basically talking about, you know. <sighs> A lot of what you are talking about, Mike, and what we've just briefly discussed is the level of comfort, and you said kind of almost excitement, you know, for if it's a, mm-hmm. especially if it's a peaceful transition, you know, the book is basically about there have nothing to fear. This is a beautiful thing that is happening, you know, and mm-hmm. it's pretty powerful stuff. I, I need to contact her again, actually, <laughs> and yeah. we'll get her on the on the podcast, but um. That's what reminded me of that, Mike, when you said excited. So yeah, I wanted to get that out there. But go yeah. ahead. Most, you know, most of the time it's like, you know, you know, it it just ends with somebody asking me, you know, about the death or whatever, how long it might take and everything. But, um, but you know, I, I like at the same time I had this patient where he said that his brother was there visiting him, and you know, his brother he didn't have a brother that was alive anymore. And there was um, no one in your in the room other than you, and nobody in the room but me. Yeah, well, even my father. He said that his uh, his parents. I I told this story not that long ago, probably even, but uh, his parents came to him when he was uh, taking a nap one day, well, laying down to take a nap, and he uh, opened his eyes, and his mom and dad were there, uh, looking very healthy and young, and um, looking young, and then yes, looking very healthy and young, and. When he was in the hospital, when he was getting very close to dying, um, he would say, when I'd go there in the morning, he'd say, well, your mother was here last night. Wow. You know, and she would, he would say that she would be there just with him or touch his leg and he would feel it. Um, You know, my brother even experienced something there with something, I can't remember what it was, but something moving across the the bedside table, that that, the hospital bed table. Oh, that's sparking a memory. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And so there was actually some like paranormal things that was that were was actually witnessed by other family. You know, I didn't, but but uh, yeah. And then you know, and he passed away not that long after that. So like within a couple of days. And so, I, I, if I'm correct here, your dad was a firm believer in the afterlife and you know the paranormal. Well, yeah. He was raised the way I was. Yep, on that stuff. Pass so, pass it on down to yeah to his. To his little Casper. <laughs> yeah. That's just a nickname. I can't get over the Casper nickname, but hey, that's actually yeah. in your email. I think it is. Well, it used to, your old email had Casper in it, but not the new one. Mm-hmm. So to me, this is just utterly fascinating. We can go any number of directions with this. I believe it's something. I believe that something's happening there for sure. Something spiritual, yeah. 100%. <laughs> It's not all just medically explainable, you know. It's no. it's not just being hopped up on meds and or whatever. Yeah, electrical impulses in your brain misfiring. That's exactly it. Yeah, the the <laughs> the kind of the instinctive, you know, I want to survive reaction that your body may be going through. You know, it's. Yeah. Um, I think there's something more to that. Chances are, most of our listeners probably think there's something more to that. You've experienced it. You've seen it. Yeah. You felt it. So I mean, how do you argue with that? Well, yeah, I I can't and I won't. And I'm I'm, I'm I, that's I, that's not like a question I'm throwing out to everybody. I'm just exactly, asking. Right. I, I was actually kind of directing that to Mike because I know he wouldn't argue it, and like you right. just said, I won't. He says. But hey, if there are listeners that would argue it, hey, you know, we would yeah. love to hear that. <laughs> we aren't, you know, as long as you're not a Pedro, we'll we we won't uh, <laughs> be upset about any. Thing like that yeah and again just so if you're a new listener just so we are clear yeah 
when we say do not be a Pedro, it is yeah. in a response to a gentleman whose name was Pedro. Exactly. Who uh, sent us some rather ridiculous commentary about yeah. how we have no right to talk about anything unless we've personally experienced stuff. So we cannot talk about the moon until we land on it ourselves. So that was basically the logic of his. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was pointing towards us. So, you know, I don't hate Pedro or anything. Oh, heck no. Of course you don't. He has his, he has his own opinion and I can appreciate that. Um, doesn't mean we agree with it though, does it? Yeah, just don't be a Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the notes I wrote down here, Mike, um, they might seem kind of silly, but the first thing that I that, that I need uh, that I see here is simply why are they there? What pops into your mind when I ask, like, okay, why would someone be? Why would I'm going to use the term ghosts? Why would ghosts be lingering at a loved one's deathbed? You know, why would they come back? And visit. Well, is it purely to help them transition yeah. or is there something more to it? There's, I think there's a lot to the transitioning um, in the job that I, well, I hate to say that I had since I don't do it anymore. But you worked <laughs> but, for several years, a lot of yes. experience. Yes, with hospice and everything and until my body gave up. But anyway. I just <laughs> had to throw that but, in there, didn't you? Yeah, but anyway, um, I know I lost my spot. Where was I? You think there's a lot more to transitioning? There's oh yes, a lot to the it. transitioning. It, uh, you know, like like with my job, I would see the physical transitioning. You know, like uh, <clears throat> you know, like the dying process of uh, you know declining, and then the physical you know, aspect. Yeah, the physical aspects. You know, you're 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 declining. You're going into that transition of into the imminent, where you're you know very close to passing away. But but that's where us helping with the transition ends and it's passed over to the next oh. the next step okay you know it's it's like a written agenda that maybe they have there it's like maybe they have like a a board where where people have to go and look or spirits have to go look okay who do i have today this morning <laughs> there you, you know, go <laughs> which which one of my family is passing away you know and then you know, it kind of makes it kind of makes sense though what you're getting at it's like how would we we're still in the physical existence how would we mm -hmm. help them transition more than we possibly can like you yeah. said you're there by their bedside comforting them helping them you know and that's basically all you can do really yeah I, I was there when i was with somebody that was passing away i was there until they took their last breath while well, i was there yeah. after with you know cares that i would have to, and things i would have to do afterwards but um but it's like you know the, the family that's waiting you know they're just waiting for that that moment. I mean, Mike, can I ask you how that, how that made you feel? I know I've talked to you about this. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but, um, for story time's sake, you know, <laughs> were you, you were you ever even remotely ever bothered or saddened or anything, you know, was there anything negative to you? Cause I know that you're such, such a positive person when it comes to spirituality and you know, there's something else after this life here, this physical life. Um, were you ever disturbed at all i'll put it that way disturbed during these um transition processes well it never bothered me like physically like creeping out or anything like that right <laughs> i mean right 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 but um I, you know like emotionally i would get i would get so attached to, to people and uh some so much more than others well which you know uh, had a relationship with linda oh heck yeah um, Still waiting yeah, to hear a, from her, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she was going to try and give us some ideas for podcast uh, <laughs> topics uh, from the grave. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, <clears throat> I mean, so, I, 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 I hope you understand that I wasn't like su suggesting like were you creeped out? You know, I mean, oh, you, no, no, you no, know no, that no. I, I wouldn't think that. No, but I understand it, that you're getting attached, and it's emotional for you. But it's never, never been anything that has bothered you in the least sense. No, no. I mean, the the emotional and the sadness is all on our physical side. I mean, yeah. you know, when that transition happens and they're passed over to their family that's waiting for them or or whoever's waiting for them, um, you know, it's it's like changing from the funeral to a, a birthday party. You know, just kind of a simple analogy like that, but it's just yeah. happy, hugging, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, reconnecting with family that you hadn't seen since they passed away, you know, just a reunion. And it has to be so it's, it's like a soothing, um, effect for them. I'm sure, you know, Yeah, and just so welcomed and welcomed and loved. And you hear stories of people that have come back and they, 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 a lot of times will say that they feel that overwhelming love that they couldn't even imagine existed. Yeah. From that, where they went and, and coming from the, the spiritual lights that are there that, you know, the beings and, and you hear stories, several stories about those who, you know, people who did have like a near death experience. A lot of times they were saddened when they were revived, you know, when they came back yeah. because they felt such love and such yeah. a warm embrace and safeness, safeness, safety. They, yeah. And uh, did not want to go back because, well, when they get back into their body, there's that pain and that, yeah. that pain of living again, oh, you man. know, that is gone when you, you get to pass over that every physical pain and, well, uh, no, I'm I'm going off on because of my probably because of my own ailments here, but but yeah, but why come back to that when you feel the most love and compassion and comfort that you've ever could ever feel in your lifetime? So, yep, but, that's no, it's a great question, great point. But um, if you have to go back, if you're not, if they aren't ready, you have to go back. There's something you need to do. You have no choice. So, do you think of? And again, this is another one of my silly questions, perhaps silly. You're in that room with a patient and they're speaking with, or like your, your father, for, for instance. And he says, yeah, your mom was here. Or, you know, your mom is here. My brother is here. Or he was here. Is that a ghost to you? As simple and maybe silly as that question sounds? Is that a ghost? Well, I would think so because I, I mean, it's, it's that family member or friend or whatever, um, that's passed over what passes over, you know, their spirit, their ghost or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I would think that's the form that comes back. I mean, that's what's there. That's what's, what is existing there. Um, I, I think yeah. it's, you know, it's just cause I think the term ghost is just so all encompassing and it makes you, right. you, it makes you automatically think of a particular event almost, yeah, you know, like an old castle or a, yeah. a haunted, haunted mansion or something. Exactly. But, yeah, there's a lot more to ghosts and spirits than, you know, and rattling chains in an attic somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's, um, I, I, I like to use the term like the essence almost, you know. It's, oh, sure. There you go. You know, you can, like your your dad just felt your mom's essence and she, yeah. you know, she was there. And maybe your brother. Could every, yeah, and would be every bit of her spirit. Yes. And essence is, it can all be uh, just encompassed in that one word of essence i mean and i wonder that what, just covers all that i wonder what your brother saw i mean wonder what was i mean was that your mom like letting your brother know in a physical way was she manipulating something i if you know, i remember right yes steve you'll have to let me know i if i that i can't remember exactly that whole story but i mean but you yeah. know what i'm saying it's like you know she's like okay i, I can i can connect with my my dying husband here on a level that i can't connect with my living son so sure. maybe I should somehow show him something in his physical world that exactly that yeah. I'm here. Yeah, that's, yeah that I like that sounds thought. very good. Yeah, I like that thought. Mm -hmm. You know, random commentary here, Mike. I keep thinking you have like a a Stegosaurus model behind your head, but it, it's just your lamp. Uh, <laughs> it looks like I the, see it. It looks like their plates that they had on their back, <laughs> and the way that you're okay now it doesn't anymore. Yeah, okay, thank you. It's uh, <laughs> Mike just yeah, has. There's, there's five lights on this on these uh, <laughs> and the way it was shaped, it's so it just yeah. Mike's round cap and then like <laughs> and just like it formed perfectly around your cap, like it was like like Stegosaurus plates. So it was kind of yeah, cool. it did look like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, anyways, yeah, a little bit of nonsense cast radio there for you all. Yeah, there you go. Um, oh, by the way, by the way, um, I did. Yes. It's time for shameless plugs. Um, I did permanently lower the Patreon prices. We would love to see you guys there. We got a ton of, ton, ton of commentary, commentary, uh, content over there. Over 350 exclusive posts that you cannot find anywhere else. And we're pretty darn proud about it. We're, uh, we're passionate about it. Proud of it, I should say. Um, we think you'll enjoy it. I have been posting some random video clips. I did just recently, as longtime listeners know, 
the story of little Deborah Ann May. I did just find her official and real final resting spot. And Mike, I have to tell you, it was it was pretty surreal. Yeah, I, I wish there. I could have been there. That would have been perfect that we could have, you know, over all the after all these years and what we've gone through with with her with debbie you yeah. know both of us to, to have been there would have been great but uh, mike but essentially i'm so glad that you found it we are i mean it's not a stretch to say that we are doing this podcast right now because of debbie uh, yeah there's there's a lot of truth to that i think yeah i mean it's, it's a different way of looking at it but i think it's sure. i think there's a, a fair amount of truth to that for sure yeah she was actually a uh a big influence um, pushing us towards that direction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. And to any new listeners out there going like, Who the, what are you talking about? Uh, Debbie is um, very important to us because that's the EVP that we captured. Is <laughs> the undeniable EVP. You can't debunk this thing. I just trust, trust me. We've spent damn near 15 years trying to figure out what yeah. the hell it is. And all it comes back to is no, it's, it's a ghost. <laughs> and and still finding new ones in there. Still after finding to new it, ones, and they are is, bizarre. And again, perfect segue to cheap plug here. They're all available at Patreon. Go take a listen, judge for yourself. But I challenge you to try and debunk what we've picked up on audio years and years ago. And we've been basically trying to capture something, the equivalent of that since then. You know, yeah. <laughs> we've come kind of close in a few times, you know, but. My skeptical yeah. mind keeps on going, yeah. that's probably... Your James Randy comes out a little no, bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, anyways, well, keep I'll keep this one... way in the back of your head. <laughs> I'll keep this shameless plug really uh, brief. But if you guys want to support the podcast, you can sign up for Patreon for as little as a buck a month. No obligations. It uh, would be great. We shall we still love you no matter what. Absolutely. Absolutely. So <laughs> lots of stuff over there. Now, another stuff that I had written down, another stuff. My, my English is just great. What today. stuff you got, Patrick? Man, I've, I've said safeness, and now I said my <laughs> one other stuff. Okay, and have I chastised you one bit about any of these things? That well, I, I know you've wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> nope, didn't come to my mind. Because they're probably all things I would have done and not even thought about it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's, that's true. And I, I'm just, I, I hate it when I stumble yeah. over my damn words, but... Uh, Christopher Walken, do you Patrick think that you've bought in anything? No, don't do that, please. Um, Christopher Walken, do I sound terrible more often than not? I don't know. That's not very reassuring. He can't even figure it out. No, he can't. <laughs> so, anyways, this is usually how Christopher Walken reacts when he listens to me bumbling the English language. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> That one makes me laugh. I know. I don't know why. This is. <laughs> I can just see his face when he does it. You know, <laughs> on Saturday Night Live, I can see him doing that. Okay. Well, we kind of briefly, you know, briefly discussed, you know, why there they would be there, and it's. I, I think it's safe to say that we both agree that it's just, it's the help, the transition, the comfort, yeah. comfort the dying. Let them know that hey, you know what, this isn't a bad thing. This you're going to something even grander. Yeah. Why does the living family stay with them at their bedside? You know, that's our part. Yeah. The other side, they're waiting. That's their part. Yeah, the part that we can't so, do. The part we can't yeah. do. Now, this one might be kind of a head scratcher, Mike, and it might uh, it might make your head hurt a little bit. Because when I was writing it down, I was like, what am I getting at here? What? <laughs> I don't even know right. what I'm asking. I got to prepare myself for this one. Let me take a deep breath. I wrote down, are the soon-to-be-deceased, that sounds very, <laughs> that sounds like I'm not very caring at all. Soon-to-be-deceased, sounds the, like something from Monty Python. Are the, <laughs> right. Are those dying, are those in the process of dying, are they already in some state of the paranormal? And no, not like Minnesota and mm. Louisiana or something like that. Are they in some form of the spiritual, of what we cannot see? You know, uh, wow. it's a tough, it's a tough one. You know, like when, me, like when Babe popped out of his bed and he gets dressed and he, you know, he's been, I'm not mocking him. He was basically comatose for the prior day. And right. then he has this burst of energy and he's, I'm heading across the valley. Non-responsive he was. Non-responsive. Yeah, then this happens. Now, was he transitioning at that 
point, even though his body was still physically alive. Yeah, I, it, I believe so. I mean, that was part could very well be part of the transition. Like I said, you know, just, um, you know, uh, thinking in the physical because of he was him being still alive for him to go over over the valley or whatever he's still thinking in that mode of well i better get dressed and 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 leave to do that and like i said earlier mm. you know you, you don't have to do that you know it's you know that's still part of the living so in that hour be, between the doctor getting him back to bed and his passing you know that's that's still a transitioning I would say a spiritual transitioning part, especially when they're imminent, like when at a point where their yeah. last breath could be at any time, mm -hmm. you know, that's got to be a huge spiritual, uh, you know, event right there. That's, uh, you know, that passing the torch basically, but you know, it's passing would, the soul. You know, and I, I have no idea, you know, but you would, I imagine that you have to feel as, overwhelming sense of detachment like in a good way you know it's mm -hmm. like you're no longer you know trapped in this vessel yeah. this physical well, vessel sure it's like uh you know people having an out-of-body experience i mean there's that freedom i mean yeah uh you know you can do anything go anywhere i mean you don't there's such a departure from the physical to the spiritual i mean we can't wrap our minds around it because you know we haven't experienced that exactly know, to that extent i mean uh, it could be an experience that words cannot describe well, exactly you know not in not in this dimension no <laughs> there could be new words that we've never heard of and on the other side that they <laughs> right. use you know? right. do you think mike that there are this is another silly little note i wrote down slash question um, I wrote down stages of a ghost question mark. Mm. Now, by that, I mean, I think you can figure out what I mean by that question, but I'll try to clarify. Are there stages of like the transition begins from physical to the spiritual slash essence, whatever you want to describe it as stages from that to, for lack of a better term, you know, full-fledged ghosthood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, well, is are, different. I keep going to the word stages. The only only word that's popping into my brain. Levels, maybe, of mm -hmm. the paranormal that one's essence goes through. Another loaded question. I know. Do you mean like something that's going to develop from one level to another, or one that's like at a? You know, a well, certain level. I know, I, mean, we've, you, I know we've talked about before on prior podcasts, like the idea of attaining like spiritual perfection, you know, of enlightenment, of reaching the mm -hmm. highest high. Um, is that something that you abide by, Mike? Do you think that perhaps ghosts that are lingering on this, in this physical vessel or physical existence and coming back and forth every now and then to contact us for whatever reason, are they not at that level of perfection. You know what I mean? Well, sure. I mean, there's a, there's always got to be some development somewhere. I mean, uh, you know, where we go after here, I don't think he is even the last step to go. I mean, there's there's uh, there's going to be levels. I mean, like, like you're asking, I, like there was a man named Clarence one time that he did not actually become a full-fledged until he, that bell rang. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. It's not time for your bit yet, okay? <laughs> yes. No, no. I mean, just saying that. Just a few that's, more that's minutes. A, that's a very, you know, off-the-cuff example. I, it is. But, no, know, I got you. I see where you're you going. Know, very, uh, you know, as, dramatized, of course. But. As the young kids back in the day used to say, I got what you're laying down. Yeah, All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My I got your groove, man. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled, but anyway, <laughs> pulled out my uh, my retro geekness right there by, <laughs> by saying that, but that's okay. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool, man. Uh, you know, it's again. I think you know what my question was, and I, you know, you answered yeah. it pretty uh, thoughtfully, I should say. Other than the Clarence thing, but that's yeah. Okay. Well, you know, that was that was an afterthought that just kind of popped out. That's. I mean, that's my idea. That's how I. That's what I would like to think is that. There are, you know, levels of 
development in the paranormal, you know, realm. You know, sure. I mean, even even the uh, even if uh, there's let's say a spirit or a ghost is haunting a a place for two hundred years, and and all of a sudden something happens where somebody comes along and helps them to cross over and releases them or whatever. There's a next stage of development. Yeah, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know that two a, that two hundred years means nothing to that spirit. Exactly. Oh yeah, time. It's uh, you know, time is our thing, not exactly. not theirs. Exactly. So, well, I want to wrap this initial this initial conversation up. Do you have any questions for me, Mike? I feel like I'm always always throwing questions your way. And yeah, well, I never, it, I never allow you to like, you know, try to unlock this box up here. <laughs> this, it's because you are the noggin. consummate interviewer. Oh, I guess. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am yeah. the struggling interviewee at these moments. <laughs> you know, Mike, when we do have, I am in the process of scheduling some cool interviews coming up here as well, yes. by the way, guys. Um, it, it's been really interesting as far as booking interviews lately. I, I'm not making excuses, but I really wonder if a lot of these guests who used to be so open to appearing on podcasts, I wonder if there's something that's, I wonder if they're being, I wonder if the clamps are being held down on by larger, you know, network entities maybe that's. Well, I could put one name on that, uh, but I won't. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe there isn't, but it just, I've had several and they've all been polite. I've reached out to you know, a number of potential guests, and they basically all said, "No, we 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 would we thank you for the polite invite. We would, mm. but we can't for whatever reason, you know." Yeah, I'll tell you some names after we go on. So, here. so does that mean we aren't ever going to get Stormy Daniels on then, or what? Well, <laughs> hey, you we had her. <laughs> she was booked. She was absolutely booked, yeah, and then. I know. It, and then she she, she had a TV uh, she engagement. Had a, exactly, she had some filming to come up, and it was yeah. So that has which is fine. Never materialized. I mean, that does happen. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, it does. I mentioned that the the psychic author, the psychic author, the author who's also a psychic, she claims to be, who you know gave me that awesome book. That's another mm -hmm. example where that something is set in stone, and for whatever reason, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and it just almost fades into obscurity. You know <laughs> what happened? Please tell me. Before the date came up that they were supposed to be on, they listened to our show. You know what? <laughs> hey, at least they sent me the book before they listened. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Why didn't I get a book? God dang it. I, I like getting these books. <laughs> you know, that was so long ago. I'm like, here too, people. <laughs> I really honestly think that that was before you were a regular, uh, uh, regular oh, co-host. It was that long ago. It was okay. a long time ago. Yeah. I did not know that. Um. And there was another gal that I had set up, and she was she had so many freaky stories about demonic possession that she mm. has had um, again alleged experience in, and I, I honestly do not remember whatever happened to that one. I do remember trying to set up the interview, and then like my Skype or something didn't work; everything was collapsing. And well, I was yeah. like, "Okay, we'll we'll just have to do this some other time." And I like kind of jokingly said, "I think it's the demons; they're not allowing you on the show." That's no joke, you know. You scared um, her away. Yeah, who the heck knows? But um, anyways. But we do have some great stuff coming up. We have up, some though. cool I mean, stuff coming up. I can't wait to talk to them, including yeah. some uh, uh, fairly local paranormal investigative, uh, investigation Very group. successful. Very successful. Um, an author of the book, Bigfoot, Bigfoot Influencers. He is going to appear on the show. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, several more in the works. So um, fingers crossed that they all come to fruition. Yeah. So, Mike, final thoughts here before we throw it to you for the, the new bits. Let's see how that goes. Deathbed Ghosts. I, get, I, I'm, I like the title, but I'm not necessarily on that side of the aisle where ghosts are lingering or what we usually consider a ghost, like you said earlier. It's not you know something up in the attic rattling its chains. You know, It's not the yeah. stereotypical vision but something is happening there the essence of those who have passed on the loved ones friends of of those who are dying are helping them transition i think that's what we have come to an agreement on right 
Absolutely. Yes, I agree. Nothing creepy about it. Hmm. Nothing, nothing eerie. I think it adds a lot of credence to some of the, again, I'm using that word, alleged hauntings of hospitals. You know, um, people who work there say they experience the unexplained. Perhaps some of that can be explained as a returning loved one visiting and helping their family member transition. I think that's a possibility. Hmm. Um, Mike, I, are you are you in disagreement on that one? Uh, all I got was a huh from hmm. Well, I'm thinking, you know, very much about the what you had said. And there, you know. This is actually, you know, Mike was thinking about what I'd said, but then it literally left his head the moment he said No, that. it didn't. It's just I'm trying to process it in a way um, because – that's a lot of a lot of what people think is actually I mean and a lot of that does happen a lot of that is that way a lot of it is okay what are you, you talking know, about that, you're a lot you of know, everything that you that you were just explaining and okay. talking about and going over but and I hate to say this but what you didn't know oh okay Mike just got there I don't know I don't <laughs> but I, I have a hard time with this because you know there are people that you know, I'm a huge fan of of the certain series of movies. Okay, I, I've loved them uh, since I saw the first one, and I wish there were more. But it is such a parallel to what is exactly going on, you know, with this whole spiritual afterlife and everything. And it's... So a movie series parallels no, yes. what we've been talking about. Well... Can the, you elaborate? Anybody that has seen the movie The Matrix, that is what is real. And I'm, I've thought about this a lot. I have gone over this in my mind so often. You know, you know, I've had my thoughts about, you know, like um, uh, who and what God is or anything. But we are just batteries in The Matrix. And that's what is, you know, comes to us looking like family. And see, I'm, I'm switching everything around because this is what I actually I'm sorry. I, I quit. So, okay. You had me really worried there for a second. You had me. I'm sorry. You had me nervous because <laughs> you, your GD poker face was on full effect there. Full display. I, for, for a moment, I was like, Mike, you can't be going down this, this direction. Cause I know that you think there's more to that. I was going to say that really lessens the important of like the importance of what we've just talked about for the last 15 the, the minutes. The entire episode would have been shot. That would have been shot. <laughs> But no, I you know I, I am a big fan of the Matrix movies. I love them. <laughs> yes, I, we do but know. My that. God, <laughs> that's a whole another topic and a half. I mean, I think we did briefly or try to cover our thoughts on the Matrix, the idea of us living in the Matrix. Yeah, way back it, in as the Ultimate Round Podcast, yeah. I believe. And you talk about a rabbit hole, like they explained it on the show on the movie. It's so, uh, but there are people that actually believe that that is. What oh, really, I, I know. Absolutely. really happens, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I think I mentioned this. On a, everything seems like it's only a few weeks back, and it was probably like eight years ago, you know. Yeah. But um, when I was driving home with, with Jaden, picked her up from tennis practice or whatever it was, and I came to that, that T in the road here on the County Roads Connect, and I take a left mm -hmm. to get down to Beach Haven Road here. Yeah. And I, I look to the right, and there's no cars coming for a long ass time no cars coming to my right i look to the left no cars coming i take the left and like immediately there's a car on my ass i'm like yeah. where the hell did this come from yeah and then yeah. jaden goes you no know you didn't see it you know that no. you looked you know and jaden goes huh glitch in the matrix eh mm -hmm. <laughs> she didn't throw in the a part i added that but yeah yeah i was like you know what who knows i don't know yeah. it was Maybe I just was being rather un unobservant, but uh, I don't think so, man. That car well, came up that's like a pretty nothing. open area to be able to see, though. That's the thing. It was, you know, I don't know who the hell knows, but uh, yeah. I'm going any number of directions here. But you know, Mike, I think I think it's time to wrap this up. Um, yeah, we did. It was a long, long-winded attempt to get to. Uh, believe it or not, it's come and gone. The new bit. Mike is going to wrap up <laughs> every episode with, but what you didn't know, and hopefully you're not going just, to just like, 
you know, decimate our entire conversation. Oh, no. no, that no, this was kind of a special uh, uh, what you didn't know. Okay. <laughs> so the, the coming, you know, going for, forward, Mike is going to be prepared and uh, he'll have some cool ideas as you know to what yeah. you didn't know. Is he telling the truth? Or is he pulling your leg? It's for you to decide, but he's going I to promise if I'm pulling your leg, that's all I'll pull. Why do you have to go there? Why do you have to go there? <laughs> Sorry. It's okay, Mike. You're, you're okay. <laughs> I, I just didn't want anybody to worry. <laughs> no. Well, I uh, speaking of not worrying, uh, we're not going to go on any longer. So this has been okay. a great, <laughs> great discussion. Don't worry about it. No, no. This has been fun, though, Mike. I think there's a lot to it. If you sit down and think about it, something's definitely going on on there. Yeah. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, if you listen to podcasts about the paranormal, uh, you're open to this idea. And by the yeah. way, Mike, I've, uh, the the para the ghost hunting page of ours. Again, just if people are trying to find us on Twitter, we have Paranomaly Zone at Paranomaly Zone on Twitter, which is the podcast page, and then we have our ghost investigating team that Mike and I started years and years ago called Para. That's a separate page, and that's called Paranomaly Z. So uh, we've been following, or we've been getting followed by a lot of people in the paranormal field on our Paranomaly Z page, which is awesome. The latest follower today, though, was a man who um, I'm going back and forth as to whether or not I'm going to follow him because I don't want to get into arguments. But apparently mm. he's a pretty well-known name in the skeptic field, and he challenges all things that's in his description. He's like, I challenge all things wacky and all things <laughs> alleged mysterious and bizarre. So he's like, he kind of wants to get into those type of conversations with people mm. like you and myself. He challenges really? us. Challenges I, I, us. Are you going to divulge his name? or are uh, you gonna just? Well, I'm going to go look at his page again yeah, and decide. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll follow him back. It's all good. Um. But I just want to let you know that perhaps we may be engaging with uh, hmm. some. Well, um, I don't want to call him a pseudo skeptic because I don't know the guy. But uh, yeah, send we'll me see. the info on that, and I'll if you follow my, I will. Follow oh, absolutely, him as well, absolutely, absolutely, will. I saw so, there's a picture of him on like some news news show. I think he's over in. I think he's across the pond. If I if I am okay. not mistaken. So, well, I like the Englanders. You know, that's my my a good part of my heritage. You know what, what do all you guys feel about this uh, idea of deathbed visitations, the deathbed phenomena, you know, people claiming to experience all of this that those living cannot see experience in any, in any way. Um, we're open-minded to it. We totally believe something's going on there. I, would, I want to believe something's going on there, but that isn't why I believe. I just simply right. believe it. Let us know. Let us know what you think about all of our episodes. We want to interact with you guys. We have a great bunch of listeners who do interact. We want to hear from all of you. Just anything. Just, just, yeah. just, just be nice. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and respect. Send me a, a, a huggy heart thing or something. Oh yeah. And send <laughs> send healing best wishes to Mary yeah. and Mike yeah. too, because Mike's going to be undergoing a knife here you know, soon as well to fix that damn bicep of yours. So. <laughs> Bicep, back, knees, yeah. my feet, my, Damn. my everything. Mike, everything. I, I think you need to somehow just like, can you transfer your essence into another <laughs> physical mm, being? Go. I don't know. I, I, yeah, my great Pyrenees maybe. Well, another human. How's that sound? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't mind being a dog. Well, how's the podcast going to work? <laughs> how's the podcast going to Oh, work that's out? right. Yeah. Okay. And Mike, give us your thoughts. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Anyways, yeah, everybody's heard her already. So, well, that's very true. Obviously, you know, obviously she speaks, she can speak English because you, you ask her, you know, simply, you know, how's life treating you? And she goes rough. Yeah, we do. We do uh, <sighs> go back and forth because she barks and it's like, whoop, 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 just like that. Oh, almost like a little Bigfoot type thing. huh? Yep. So <laughs> I do that back to her and we'll go back a few times back and forth. Do you ever ask her what's whoop, on? Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> well, just ask her what's on, on trees, too, and she'll say bye. Yeah. So. There you go. Park. Okay, it's time to wrap it up. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. This has been a blast, a great uh, conversation. We want to hear from all you guys. And again, if you want to support the podcast, no better way than sign up for our Patreon page. It's worth it. We honestly think that. It's, we're not just uh, sending out crap, that's for sure. It's uh, pretty cool stuff. Lots of paranormal. Um, I'm doing it in air quotes. Potential evidence. Go check it out. For as little as a dollar, you can try it out. Mike, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been a blast. Um, it's been a treat. 
just because it's unbelievably hot today. It is. Um, my brother and I got the pontoon out on the lake, and we took a spin across the lake, and I almost melted. So yeah. because of that, we're not going to fit the Patreon episode in. Okay. But there's also other logical reasons, believe it or not. Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> Mike, thanks for joining me. Until next time, my friend, what do our awesome listeners need to do? They need to peace 